More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. Chris, Matt, and Presley in for Jack. The survey says that 63% of parents read books to kids before bed always or often, which is really awesome. So our question this morning, is it weird or what to continue to read your kids a bedtime story when they're like 13 years old? Where's this come from? My brain. Thought you knew somebody who did this. Maybe. Don't want to name any names. I get it. No. I read to my kids. Yeah. If you don't know, I have a kid, two kids. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. That's a parent. Wow. I'm a dad. Can you believe it? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gulp. Time to grow up, man. But I read to them every day, and that's not weird, man. Right. But I think when you get into the territory when they're reading young adult novels, when they're reading The Hunger Games... When they have a better chance of reading those big words better than you do, maybe I can only speak for my kids in that case. But... Do your kids help you pronounce some big words? Oh, definitely. That's good. Oh, definitely. I like the first text in better than breastfeeding at 13. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, what do you think? I think, you know what, if it's if it's a, a bonding moment between you and your, your child, you know what, take it from a dad <laughs> who's seen it, been there, done that. This all goes by way too fast. The cat's in the cradle in the silver spoon. <laughs> so if you could take advantage of things... <laughs> It may be a little strange. I don't know if it's weird. I, I think that... Can you imagine sitting down to the 13-year-old Bailey or a 13-year-old Carter? Yeah. Come here, kids. Dad's yeah. going to... It's story time. You cuddle up next to their bed. Yeah. And you read a book. Yeah. Here's Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Pete, uh, Presley? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, if you get to the point where, like, you and your mom are reading the same book, you could do, like, a little book club. <laughs> Mom, I don't feel like reading this chapter. Read it to me. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> when you put it that way, it's a little weird. It's a little weird? It's a little okay. weird. I just, like, I understand what Chris is saying. You want that bonding moment with your children. Right. And, and it's fewer and far between as they get older, especially in their teenage years. Yes. There's got to be something else. Yeah. Besides that? I guess if it puts them to sleep, I don't know. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. That's weird, says Paula. We knew someone who did it. So reading what? Oh, 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 the breastfeeding thing. Oh, they're still talking about the breastfeeding. They knew someone was breastfeeding. I got it. Okay. Uh, they will naturally stop at some point, and that's okay. Yeah. Enjoy the time with them as long as possible. Take advantage of the bonding, says somebody. Okay. What do you think? Is it weird or what for parents to still read kids' bedtime stories at the age of 13? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Do you have a... Car flags on your truck, oiler flags. There's a lot more of those uh, showing up. I was driving with my uh, wife yesterday, and uh, she said, hey, I like all the flags in the city, too. It's pretty cool. So I, yeah. I said, you know what? I just took that for granted. I hadn't noticed them, but she hadn't been in the city since the playoffs started, and she was like, that's pretty pretty cool. So the flags everywhere. Everyone's showing a lot of excitement coming up in the next few moments. Jack Michaels, the oiler play-by-play guy, he's the best, isn't he? One of the greatest in the game, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, well, we're going to prove that, and then we're going to talk to him coming up in moments. Uh, maybe ask him, what on earth does the team do in between games? I mean, they won on Saturday, and uh, they didn't play till today. So how does that all work out? What did they do in uh, Los 
Angeles or Las Vegas to kind of what do you do? Time. Oh my, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, we're stuck in Las Vegas. Yeah, and we're filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> you go downstairs, you put some money in the machine. <laughs> you think? I would imagine. I don't think they went to Vegas till yesterday, so they kept okay it, kept them in Los Angeles. They're literally slot machines in the airport. Yeah, I don't. Th- <laughs> well, I'll ask them. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, thank you for joining us this morning. You bet. Ready to roll. Round two. And uh, certainly for me, I think you and I might have talked about this earlier in our little segment here. This is the one series that all who follow the Western Conference has wanted to see for a long time, ever since they entered in the league. And... You know, Vegas has been good ever since they entered the league for five years now. But, you know, while we've had Colorado Edmonton and we've had Colorado Vegas, we've had all kinds of Western Conference elites play one another. We haven't had these two teams go at it. So this should be a fantastic series, and I can't wait to get started. It should be so good. Why are road teams winning so much this year, Jack? Oh, come on. It's early. You can't ask me tough questions like that. I asked Jay Woodcroft that the other day, and even he didn't know. So what am I going to tell you? Here's, here's my I, theory. No, here's my theory. All right, all right. Here, right. Here's well, my, here's, you know, I, why am I asking the question? I, I'm, I'm he pull, just wants to hear himself talk. I'm pulling a Brian Hall here. You know what? What I'm saying is... Yeah, there's yeah, there's a, a there's pressure on the home team for sure, and I, I love starting on the road this round. I think this is awesome. You know, well, these are two teams who both have rec- better records on the road than home this year. They have all year long, and in fact, as we talked about last round, I mean, Edmonton set a club record this year. I mean, no Oiler team had ever won 27 games on the road in a single season. And think about you know what I'm saying there. I mean that that goes back to you know the the glory days of Gretzky and Messier and Fuhrer, and they didn't even win 27 on the road. So I agree with you. I don't think it it hurts Edmonton to you know start on the road, but it certainly won't hurt Vegas. Uh, you know that they've got three games at Edmonton in this series. They they beat Edmonton, you know, in Edmonton the last time they they played, you know, at at uh, Rogers, but on the other hand, the Oilers have won their last four times here and Vegas has the extra home game. So, you know, make of that what you want. Uh, there's a reason you play for home ice advantage. You want the last change in Vegas's case in these first two games, that will control the matchup. Uh, historically, you know, their top defensemen have very, you know, delineated numbers against certain guys. And what I mean by that is, you know, Alex Petrangelo, Vegas's top defenseman, historically has been very good head-to-head against Connor McDavid. But on the other hand, he has struggled mightily against Leon Dreisaitl. Shea Theodore, their, you know, their, their top defenseman on their second pair, historically has done very well against Dreisaitl and has been absolutely torched by McDavid. So, you know, I'm sure Bruce Cassidy is well aware of that if I am. And, and so he gets to control those matchups in, in the first two games of this series. Okay. Uh, that's the one advantage, if you want to call it. But hockey is such a fluid game. And the way Edmonton has been running out its lineup with the 11 forwards and seven defensemen, that gives Jay Woodcroft some control even on the road. So you could say even that quote-unquote advantage is canceled 
you know, out by the fact that Edmonton has this 11 forwards lineup, which gives Jay the, the opportunity to spot McDavid and Drysaddle in, in dir- different lines and create mismatches because ultimately you, you can't match up against McDavid and Drysaddle when they're constantly showing up on a line with, say, Clean Costa and Kyler Yamamoto. Okay. Um, you know what? Everybody's in love with Las Vegas and the, the arena and the atmosphere. And I was there in January, and it was it was pretty good. I'm not saying it wasn't pretty good, but it's not Edmonton. I'm sorry. Like, not during the playoffs. Like, it's next level here. I mean, you know that, Jack. Oh, I, no question about it. I mean, I, I think we talked about that last round as well. I mean, it's not just Vegas. It's, it's any other team in North America. I, I don't think any... Any city can lay claim to the kind of energy Edmonton brings on a daily basis. And that's why, you know, last year was so pivotal to have that game seven at home. I think in a tight series where there wasn't much separating the two clubs, the crowd helped push Edmonton over the line and that two nothing win over the Kings in game seven. And, and that's why it's important to, you know, come to Vegas at the very least, get a split and, and go home to Edmonton and let your crowd take over. And, Really, I, I think as I say that, though, the Oilers are, are playing such good hockey. I, I think it'd be wise for us to remind everyone that hockey's a 60-minute game. And Edmonton hasn't lost in 60 minutes since March the 11th. That's 21 games. We're in May now. They have not lost in regulation since that game in Toronto in the second week of March. I mean, they're playing great hockey. So uh, the, the point is, uh, you know, go out, take control of the series, and reassert your dominance over Vegas. The last two years, Edmonton is 6-1-1 one, and one against the Golden Knights, including 3-0-1 oh, this season awesome. and including 4-0 and oh in the building they're playing tonight, T-Mobile Arena. They've won all four games over two years head-to-head against the Golden Knights. It has been their second home. Go ahead and make it your second home again tonight. All right. And really quickly, because we promised we'd ask the question, uh, did the team surf in, in uh, L.A. while they were in between games? Or what did you guys do in L.A.? Uh, if I had to tell, uh, you know, if I told you, Chris, it's the old line, you know, I'd, I'd have to take care of you. But, <laughs> I've uh, seen Jack's license to kill, so don't yeah, push no, him. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, while I, I took some walks along the beach, even in quote-unquote the off-day circumstances, uh, you'd catch sneak peeks of guys doing stairs or, or doing extra workouts. I mean, some of the extra stuff you see these guys do on the road when it's a quote-unquote off-day yeah. Yeah. reminds you that you, in fact, are being surrounded by professional athletes. <laughs> they, they don't take days off. They're locked in. And, and really, it's one of the reasons they elected to stay in California is they didn't want to come here and, you know, have a couple of off days. And then maybe you get, uh, you know, as, as you pointed out in January, the one thing about coming to Vegas is you can lose focus quickly. I think focus was maintained. Uh, they're, you know, they're they're staying in a place where, you know, there aren't casinos, there aren't, you know, this is a business trip. Yeah. And the players are treating it as such. They didn't come to Vegas for any other reason than going home two games to none on the positive side. Amazing. Jack, thank you for joining us. I know you'll be awesome tonight. The team will be awesome. Uh, game time is 7.30, and uh, go Oilers, go! This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
All right, quick draw time. We've got Tamara and Leanne on the line. They're very excited. It's Chris, uh, Matt, and Presley in for Jack. And we're going to ask up to five questions. The first one to get three is going to be going to Summerfest with Billy Currington, Gary Allen, and Mackenzie Porter on July 8th. How does that sound, ladies? Great. Okay. They sound pretty close to the same. So maybe say your name at the end of your answer so we can figure out who's who. Okay, guys? Please. Okay. All right. Let's crank it up. A school supply that starts with a letter H. Cogliano. Did I hear Handerad Cogliano? Well, okay, hold on here. Who said what? I said hammer. You don't really bring a hammer to school. Hmm? Unless you're a carpenter. <sighs> carpenter school, Matt. She got us with the details again. <laughs> <laughs> Tamara's got one. Okay. Okay, here we go. Question number two. An essential oil that starts with a letter E. Eucalyptus, Leanna. Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus was in, I think that was... Uh... Leanne? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're tied at one apiece. A cartoon that starts with a letter C. Cat and dog. Samara. Okay. <laughs> Ever heard of cat and dog? I grew up on that. All right. We have confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a blocker here, Leanne, Okay. Yeah, I hear ya. <laughs> All right. A Christmas decoration that starts with a letter J. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells is in with Leanne. Here we go. For the win. A chicken wing flavor that starts with a letter D. Diablio. Hot wedding. Diablio? <laughs> <laughs> Diablo? Is that, is that what you're Diablo? <laughs> Is that even a flavor? Diablo hot's a flavor. No. Diablo. I'm sorry, guys. Diablo. I think that's got to take it. We know what she meant. I appreciate you. At least somebody does. Thank you. All right. Was that Leanne or Tamara? I don't even know. Tamara. Tamara. All right. Congratulations, Tamara. Leanne, thanks for being a great sport. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets. We've got Matt DeBurs here as well. And we've got Presley. She just started this week working for Jack, who's uh, again on maternity leave. And uh, it's awesome to have Presley on the show. Uh, she's working hard behind the scenes. You know, you don't hear a whole lot from her, but you know she's working hard behind the scenes. She's a grinder. Yeah, and that's all we need. We need grinders on this show because we've got to make up for the lack of grinding. I'm like Connor McDavid. Uh huh. Chris is like um, Clem Costin. Yeah. Unsung hero. Yeah. Okay. And we need you to be like Derek Ryan, Warren Fogle, <laughs> maybe a little Jack Campbell mm-hmm. coming in clutch. Okay, okay. All right. So she's going. Who are all these people? Because here's I, the th- I know who Jack Campbell is. Okay. Here's yeah. the th- here's the thing about Presley. She's not not a hockey fan. She's not not an Oilers fan. But she's just not enough of one right now considering what we're going through yeah it's sad yeah she's a curler <laughs> and she loves the curling you know ice so why don't you get into <laughs> hockey yeah i understand hockey i just i don't watch it okay that's gonna change after this all right because what's happening matt i have some vows hmm. it's time for you to get married to the oiler Oh, okay. Oilers. Oil, the whole team. All right. well, as a concept, more than a thing, okay? <laughs> All, right. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some music here to set the, the mood. Okay, okay, go. Oh, wow. 
Is this what I'm walking down the aisle to? <laughs> no, you've already walked down the aisle. Oh, I'm at the end of the aisle. I'm the officiant in this Euler wedding. And you're not walking down the aisle. You're walking down to center ice. Oh. Yeah. For puck drop. The red carpet's there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just like the anthem. Okay. Here we go. Presley, mm-hmm. repeat after me. Okay. I, Presley, vow to take the Oilers. I, Presley, vow to take the Oilers. In health and in sickness. In health and in sickness. Without bandwagon jumping. Without bandwagon jumping. For now and forever. For now and forever. I promise to cherish McDavid. I promise to cherish McDavid. Love Dreisaitl. Love Dreisaitl. And wish to always run my fingers through Stuart Stuart Skinner's mustache. Really, that too? Keep going. (laughs) I promise to always run my fingers through Stuart Skinner's mustache. And I also promise that if I'm at the bar with the Oilers... And I also promise that if I'm at the bar with the Oilers... I won't turn down a dance floor makeout. No! <laughs> I won't turn down a dance floor makeout. If the opportunity arises. If the opportunity arises. If Jay Woodcroft offers to adopt me... If Jay Woodcroft offers to adopt me... I will abandon my family and join his. <laughs> I will abandon my family and join his. I will fight all Calgary Flames fans. I will fight all Calgary Flames fans. Yell at anyone in a Leafs jersey. Yell at anyone in a Leafs jersey. And laugh at you if you cheer for the Canucks. And laugh at you if you cheer for the Canucks. Do you promise to follow these rules even if it means breaking the law and possibly embarrassing yourself? I do. Presley, by the powers invested in me by God and the Edmonton Oilers, (laughs) I now pronounce you an Oilers fan. You may now surge past security and trample someone on the way to the moss pit. Put on that jersey, Presley! (laughs) Not to Uh, mention, bite somebody. Bite somebody. (laughs) I'm not going to bite somebody. (laughs) Nice looking chompers. (laughs) (laughs) She's putting on the jersey. Thing's gonna be huge on there. It is. It's official. Yay! Now time to celebrate with twenty-four (laughs) dollar beers at Rogers Place. (laughs) Let's go, Oilers! This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A really weird, strange uh, situation we're in, where you want to go. My goodness, you know, after a a long, ugly winter, here it is. Summer is here. Highs of thirty and thirty-one. Meanwhile, people are being evacuated from their homes. There's another fire in the River Valley this morning. Um, The fire um, crews—they're not going to stop. They're not going to be able to stop until things start to really green up, right? Like this is that time of year where it's just—it's so dry, and especially without the rain and now we've got 30 degrees today and this wind it's just weird so i got in the chris truck today yeah. he drove me to work yeah i said hey fireman in edmonton and then he broke down everything about the fireman <laughs> <laughs> he is on it he's like yes you can use your propane grill but remember your your briquettes you may not use I'm like chris i don't have a briquette barbecue you're not on the radio right now <laughs> I was just giving you fun facts about the fire man. Yeah, okay. thanks. Fun. <laughs> and I saw somebody throw a cigarette butt out a window yesterday. You did not. Yes, I did. That's still happening? I was on my way home. I was down Roper Road. So, I mean, right. it's not like we're in wild grass country. Right. But still. Yeah. Who did you does run that? them off the road? I, now, during the Fort McMurray fire, which is around the same time happened in the, in that year. Yes. Now. Yes. I saw somebody thrown out. I was visibly upset, like screaming and yelling in my car. Yeah. Now I calmed myself. Did you? Because I did not want to get into a fight. Okay. But still. I shook my head in disgust. You have no idea of the ramifications of throwing that cigarette butt out right now. Don't do it, man. Next or, thing, the wind blows it. Or having a casual fire in your backyard. Like you just, all of a sudden, the whole neighborhood's gone, right? You know, and worse. So, okay. 
30 degrees today. I love this text. Matt, they need to be run off the road. Well, that's what we said yesterday. Yeah, exactly. And pit maneuvers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the new law. If you see someone throw a cigarette butt out, you can run them right off the road. Okay, done. Okay. Legally, yes. <laughs> you heard it here on Kissing Country. 103.9! This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hats off for Mental Health Day, so wear your finest or silliest hat and show support today. Uh, the Oilers play Vegas at 7.30 tonight to begin the second round of the playoffs. Some changes for the outdoor watch parties. The city is hosting a family-friendly event at Churchill Square starting at 6.30 tonight. No alcohol is allowed, but the watch parties at both Ice District Plaza and the Fan Park are adult only with alcohol served. Still tickets for the watch party at Rogers Place available, too, so you can actually watch from the arena. So do keep that in mind. Ladue County has issued a wildfire alert for everyone located on Range Road 24 between Township Road 474 and 475. That's halfway between Breton and Pigeon Lake. West of Edmonton, people in Evansburg and Entwistle were able to return to their homes yesterday after being evacuated on Saturday. People in Wildwood are still out of their homes. And uh, there's been a fire in the River Valley, Jasper Avenue, about 92nd Street this morning. It looks like fire crews have that taken care of. But uh, they're just on high alert, just uh, getting ready uh, to try to put out any possible fires, just any possible place. Lots more texts about people saying, don't throw your cigarette butts out the window. Yeah, don't do it, man. Apparently you can report people when they do that. Allegedly, according to one texter, says you can take your license plate down and... Uh Report him. I'd like confirmation on that. Yeah, because that's what you'll do all day. Damn, looks like I'm burning a tank of gas <laughs> going around reporting losers. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Orders in action tonight at 7.30. Of course, if you want to go to one of the watch parties, uh, two hours before, so 5.30 you can start going uh, down to uh, the Ice District or... Uh, Winston, what's her Winston Churchill Park? What are they called? Yeah, that's what it's called, Churchill Square. Churchill Square uh, for the family event as well. No alcohol there, so Matt won't be hanging out with that one. I have to stay sober because my vasectomy is on Friday. Oh. They don't want my blood too thin. I'll bleed out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? I don't know. No, that's This is 48 hours after. That's not true. I'll be drinking up to the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Probably during the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but here's our Would You Rather this morning. With Las Vegas, the order's destination where they're playing tonight. If you had to go to one place, you had to choose Vegas or Nash Vegas, Nashville. Which one would it be? All right, Vegas or Nashville? Presley, you go first. I've never been to neither of them, yeah. but I'd prefer to go to Nashville. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Chris, you've been to both? I have. Yeah. If you don't like the city of sin. Uh, you wear, you're wearing dog ear in your Bible too much. It's, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Vegas is okay. I'm not a gambler, so I, you know, but... There's so much more to do than gamble. Sure, there's a lot of entertainment to take in, for sure. And there's a lot of bright lights. It's impressive. Like, you come into Vegas from uh, from California, where we usually do, and you just come in over the hill, and there there it is. It it is a sight to see. That's why they call you Chris the Moth Sheets. He (laughs) loves bright lights. (laughs) But I'm taking Nashville all the way. Am I... I feel crazy. Huh? I think Nashville would be incredible. They call it Nash Vegas yeah. for a reason, right? Right. They have bars everywhere. You're not anybody if you don't have a bar in country music down in Nashville. Right. But I still take Vegas. Really? Vegas is 
the entertainment capital of the world. It's the OG. It is. You like if you haven't been, it's incredible. I went with my mother and my sister. Yeah. Different kind of trip. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. There's no debauchery. There was some light gambling, some tears. And that's about it. <laughs> But to do Vegas with a group of guys for a couple days where you take an A in Oilers game, you see a show, you drop $500, you call your wife crying. Is there anything better? We're talking about Ride Your Bike to School Day. It's National Ride Your Bike to School Day. And I love this text. I rode my bike to school a few times. It was 10 miles. I'm guessing uphill both ways. You gotta love that story, don't you? Yeah, a true classic. Yeah. Do kids these days even ride their bikes to school still? Is that a thing? I don't Presley, you're the, the youngest of us. I haven't well, seen anybody ride a bike to school in a long time. Okay. Unless they lived in town in Westlock, then they would ride their bike. But half of us drove that yeah. one mile. Yeah, at 12 years old, they drove. I, I think parents are more inclined to not send their kids out. Right. At a younger age, riding bikes, right? Right. All the prowlers out there. Right. I don't know. I don't know, man. You're going to have to figure this stuff out because you got kids that are growing up, so you're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, I guess. Do kids even know how to ride bikes anymore? Can they even feed themselves? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, this generation is soft. This is what this is turning into? <laughs> She's in that group. She's yeah, like, what are you talking about? You're actually making fun of yourself, Presley. You're a Gen Zer. <laughs> I don't like to admit it, but I am. We live close to school, and yes, many kids still ride bikes as a text. Okay, so confirmation. It's, it's still happening with Tasco and lots of kids ride bikes to school. They have a bike riding game. Uh, oh, boy. There they come. <laughs> the texts are rolling in. Yes, 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 yes. They have yes, a bike yes. riding game on their tablet? Yeah. Because they love screens. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even go outside anymore? All right. I used to ride my mini motorbike to school. Okay. Oh, you remember those things? Yeah. Sick. Well, now that they got the e-bike, right? You could use that. There is no way my parents would let me take an e-bike to school. <laughs> no. That's getting stolen. You better have the best lock on earth. Those things are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be fun. Yeah, it would be great fun. Kind of like a motorbike. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees happened to... Uh, earlier this morning. So Matt's going to play a little game. Can Chris and Presley figure out who these rock and roll, obviously, stars are? You'd think, if you're going in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that you guys would have some sort of idea, right? You have to be a big enough act or individual to get in there. I am thinking Presley's kind of an old soul. I mean, she was she knew all about Gordon Lightfoot, and she's, I mean, so I think that she's probably got more likely, uh, she's got a better chance of doing this than myself. I mean, again, if... If it's not Def Leppard or Joan Jett, I'm probably hooped. Well, Preston went to school in DAP. Yeah. The CD player is just making its way there. Okay. I had a record player. <laughs> I still do. No, that's cool now, though. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. First one. Can you name this band? All right. Presley? I know I've heard this song before. Of course you have. I just can't think of who it is. Chris, their show got canceled and Matt was very excited for it. Their show was coming and it got canceled. Yes. Um, um, I Rage Against the Machine. Um, Come on, guys. So they've been out for a while? Yes, since the 90s. They're going to the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. Okay, no. Next one up. Yeah, no clue. I would have... You know, if you'd have said 
name that or die, I'd be dead. Uh-huh. Okay, Clearly. Go question number two. Next one. Come on, Presley. Uh, this song. Oh, this just got big because of Stranger Things. You're again. right. Yeah. Yes. You're almost there. I know the the name of the song. What's the name of the song? Isn't it like Running Up the Hill? Yep. But I can't remember who sings that. Blondie. No. No, it's not Blondie. I know that one. <laughs> You're terrible. You've been on the radio for 35 years. Playing country music. <laughs> Playing country music. You think of Live by Osmosis, the rock station next door, you'd get a couple of things. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> no, it's Kate Bush. Kate Bush? Yeah, she's going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Never heard of her. Okay, okay. next one. All right. Okay. All right, she knows Presley. this one. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this, Presley? Isn't that Missy Elliott? It's correct. Missy Elliott's going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, thank you, Presley, for saving us there. Chris, 0 for 3. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I, You should know this one, Sheets. Okay. I know this song. <laughs> you don't know who come on. Okay, Cheryl Crow. Yes. What's the name of the song? Boulevard. Nope. <laughs> you guys are I'm never taking you guys to name that too. <laughs> hey, if it's country, I'll nail it. Oh yeah. Cheryl Crow. All I wanna do is have some fun. If you don't get this. You literally have to walk out this room. Okay. I'm so happy Willie. that you're yeah. Willie's going in. Nice. As a performer. At 90 years old. Nice. Okay. Little thing. See, we got better. Hey, I got the last two. Yeah, well, yeah, better from nothing. Leave it leave on a high. <laughs> okay, one more. All right. All right. Instead of singing it, tell them who it is. because No, let Chris do it. Come on, Chris. Wham. One half of Wham. I'll give you that. <laughs> the talented Wham. Oh, one. I pulled that one right out of my butt. Okay. George Michael. Michael. Yay! He gone. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.